0: Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode three, The Hunger for the Picture Perfect Food. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Melissa as my guest.
1: Hey. How are you doing today? Very good. Very good. How are you doing, Alex?
0: Pretty swell. We kind of messed up the first take.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to know about that. Yeah. and (laughs) That that was just a a training session.
0: Yeah. Hopefully the second take is a lot better. No problem. And uh, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, uh, my name is Melissa Mui, uh, lived in Ottawa for 25 years and, um... You
0: sound like you're from the South right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just being comfortable. Okay. Uh, basically, my hobby is food blogging. I'm a, I'm basically a foodie.
0: So foodie and food blogging, for those who don't know, is somebody who describes the food to the public whether with a written blog or paragraphs and paragraphs mm. or pictures or videos. So mm-hmm. they give an idea to people uh the experience of this food and hopefully intriguing them to try it out.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh so how'd you get into food blogging and being a foodie?
1: Hmm. <laughs> It's it's quite simple actually. Um I flooded my Snapchat and Instagram full of food. And I thought, you know what? I think it's probably bothering so many people. Like no one wants to see a whole bunch of food every single goddamn day. So, you know what? I just made my own separate Instagram account for food and I would post food that I enjoy, like and has great service. And speaking about your
0: Instagram account, which is?
1: <laughs> Mel's Hangry Table. So on Instagram my handle is Mel's Hangry Table and my Facebook ins- my Facebook handle is Mel's Hangry Table as well.
0: So how'd you come up with the name Mel's Hangry Table? Um Were you just hangry at the time and you're like, you know what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> People that know me do do know that I do get hangry and I don't mean to be hangry, but I do get hangry.
0: Never seen her hangry. Yeah, never you,
1: you lie. Never. Right, okay. basically um i just google search and i was like what's a foodie name and so something it was blank blank table and i was like hmm mel i want to put my name in it (laughs) you gotta and i was like god i'm hangry all the time and i'm like okay mel's hangry table
0: (laughs) and that took you what five minutes to figure that out yeah uh, oh damn
1: no actually it took me about two days two days yeah because i i was i was flip-flopping around and you know like, I like my domain, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it'll change in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something more professional. I don't know.
0: That, but that's unique. People will recognize I, that. It's just Compared, such a
1: long, it's such a long handle.
0: My handle or name for this show is Time for Your Hobby. So Yeah, it's but yours not, is a
1: podcast. But Tanker Table is a brand.
0: But some people have podcasts named uh, The Rocking Chair or "The The Red Couch. Oh. Or I spelled like colors with a Z or whatever. Oh, people okay. have different names. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm too simple. I'm a simple man. So,
1: so I'm saying you like my my handle. Name. I love it. Yeah, oh, okay. it's
0: it's perfect. It's unique. It's 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 perfect for you. It screams out Mel. That's
1: true. It does except, have my name except in it. Except she's though. not
0: angry. I've never seen her angry or angry. Not for angry that. right now. Sassy, yes. Angry, no. <laughs> but that's that's the Mel I know. Um, on a personal level, what has being a food blogger or a foodie done for you
1: um the biggest thing is with food blogging that it helps me connect with a lot of other food bloggers in ottawa i didn't know there was so many and uh to connect with uh local businesses lots of restaurants um i've went to and yeah the owners are awesome
0: okay so you said you went to the restaurants and stuff like that how do you get that initiated how did you did you go hey i'm a food blocker blocker blogger you you would never block the food <laughs> you're a food blogger and i like to promote your food is that i'm i'm out of the context i don't know how it works but you can tell me
1: um i haven't really approached restaurants like emailed them myself and said hey I'm a food blogger uh, I was wondering if I can come whatever I've sometimes I'm since I'm a food blogger whenever I go to a restaurant I do message them to tell them hey I'm planning to come just to let you know um it's just out of courtesy but mainly I do get invited to restaurants whenever they have events mostly they'll have like um like food tasting events so that's where they invite like influencers, food bloggers, photographers to come to their restaurant to taste test the food and take photos or whatnot. So I get invited to those, um, get invited to like media events. I get invited to um, like just restaurants that want you to blog for them. They'll mm-hmm. invite you as well. So yeah.
0: Okay. So it's, it's just about knowing who, knowing, well, knowing the people and then you I know I know you on a personal level, and I know you're really good at connecting with people. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sure you leave a bright uh, impression on these people you meet.
1: I hope so. Well,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I have not met these people. I can't speak on their behalf, but I can speak on my behalf. And you're a ball of sunshine.
1: Same to you, Alex. Eh. <laughs> My head is you're, bald. I am no, I'm a bald
0: sunshine no, just sunshine's you're over. You're such
1: a positive guy, <laughs> honestly. You you network like crazy. Connect with so many people.
0: I, awesome. I socialize. Um <laughs> so yeah, um once again, is this a spontaneous thing or is it something that you planned out?
1: Um I didn't plan it out, but since it's going quite like it's going faster than I thought. Like it's growing fast, like way faster than I thought. Um, I hope I can create this as like an opportunity for me to travel. Like that is like my main objective. Like that is my dream is to travel and eat. That is life for me. <laughs> mm, that's, a, that's a good dream. Yeah, that, yeah. That,
0: That's kind of my dream too. Yeah, But you say travel. Um, I know you've been to Japan. Yes, twice. And were you a food blogger by that time?
1: No, I wish I was.
0: (laughs) Um, Where would you actually like to go and food blog?
1: Thailand, for sure. Thailand. Thailand, yes.
0: Why Thailand and not any other country? Well, of course, other countries first. Well, not first, but other countries. But Thailand has something special for you,
1: right? There's something about Thailand. Um, The street food is absolutely crazy there. Like, there's so much seafood. There's so much, like so much meat dishes so many just and even vegetarian dishes so many dishes um the street food is the street food scene is is wild like you could get absolutely everything and it's so authentic it's spicy it's sweet it's salty um there's so much flavor and yeah thailand is is great for food
0: it's a little bit of everything it's
1: i love it yeah
0: do you do you have any recommendations for Thailand restaurants here in Ottawa?
1: Thailand restaurant. <laughs> okay, so on that, my sister owns a Thai restaurant, and Ooh. yeah, and um, I help run it with her. Um, so that's where I get all the background knowledge about restaurants. And uh, yeah, so I pretty much eat, li- eat, live, breathe Thai food. <laughs> so that's probably why I want to go to Thailand.
0: Okay, but back to your sister's restaurant, Uh, you got to give a shout out to that and because I know people listening are already your fans and hopefully you get new fans and they might be hungry. I don't know. Maybe they like food.
1: (laughs) So my sister's restaurant is, um, it's on Carling. It's uh, 4055 Carling Avenue, corner of March Road and Carling Avenue. And it's close to the Korra's Hockey Sushi and Wendy's in that little plaza. And across from Lone Star. Um, yeah, it, it's. if you guys are ever in Canada, in Ottawa, um, my restaurant's right there.
0: So there you have it. So I know some of the people who might be listening to this like Thai food or love it. I know that's actually where I met my wife for the first time.
1: Oh, Not at yeah. your restaurant,
0: but a Thai restaurant. Yeah.
1: See, Thai food brings people together. Mm-hmm. Food just brings everyone together. Oh,
0: God, yeah. yeah. Love food.
1: You can bond over food.
0: So speaking about food and bonding over it, have you ever considered, uh, or have you done food blogging for the food you cook?
1: Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Maybe in the future.
0: Yeah, like, is there anything that you would like to try? Because I know you're a cook. You can cook.
1: Yeah, cereal.
0: <laughs> if, if you're cooking cereal, I'm I'm calling the police because you should Girl be cooking. Cheese? Okay, with that you can cook. Craft dinner. But no, I'm sure we made sushi together.
1: Oh, that was, um, that was like cheap sushi.
0: It was good.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh.
0: I have no taste buds, but it was good. (laughs) This is why I can't be a food blogger, for sure.
1: Alex will eat anything. No, yeah. Anything, everything, he'll say it's good.
0: Did I tell you I ate, uh, I said this in the last episode, but I ate, uh, moving octopus. Back in Korea.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You have a video.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you guys aren't going to see that. I don't
1: know. Did you like it?
0: I loved it, yeah. Yeah. It was delicious.
1: Was Uh, it still moving in your mouth?
0: Yeah, you had to really chew because if you didn't chew enough, it would- Just slither down. It would slither down or actually get stuck in your throat and the suction cups would get stuck and then you would choke and die. What? Yeah. Oh. It's happened. You got to really chew.
1: Yeah, oh it's really chewy though, eh? Oh, it's really that, chewy, that, yeah. That, yeah.
0: Um, how did actually uh, how did food blogging turn you into the person you are today?
1: Uh, it definitely got it made me more connected to myself in a in a good way. Like I really understood what I'm good at and what I like and don't like. Like I just realized I don't like seafood on my pizza.
0: <laughs> You've tried it before?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, like, uh, I'm not a big fan of seafood on pizza, but my boyfriend loves seafood on pizza. And I realize I don't, you know? So, <laughs> foodie blogging definitely, like, um, gives me a chance to try new things. And then you start realizing what you like and don't like, and what you're good at and what you aren't.
0: Is your, um, uh, sorry, is your boyfriend a good cook?
1: Uh, He's not bad. <laughs> he, make, he, he should uh, try a little bit harder.
0: <laughs> to make it clear, her boyfriend is my best friend and he yeah. was my best man at my wedding. So <laughs> I'm asking these questions kind of already knowing the answer. Maybe
1: he just needs some practice. If he if he practices more, I think he'd be great.
0: So wait, who's the better cook between you two?
1: Um, I'm probably a better cook. He's great at prepping. He's okay. amazing at prepping. So he does prep duty and I cook.
0: Okay, so you guys are both going to have to cook me a meal, and I will be the judge. (laughs) Sure, sure. And I'll take the nice uh, Instagram pictures.
1: Maybe I'll I'll take that job. (laughs) Yeah, you might just do that for me
0: instead. But speaking about taking the pictures, you have special equipment that you use, or?
1: Ooh, you guys will be in a shock. You guys will be shocked. I only use the iPhone 8 Plus.
0: (laughs) But you also have that cube thing you use for lighting, right?
1: Yeah, so it's yeah. basically a spotlight um, I bought from Amazon. It's portable, though. It's super small, but it's super powerful. Um, I use it when I'm not near a window or have terrible lighting, and it really helps with uh, photo taking.
0: So w- when you're saying not near a window, you're always looking for that window in the restaurant always. So, and that I'm, light.
1: I'm that annoying customer where
0: I need a window.
1: Be like, hi, can I sit by the window? And they're like fine but then <laughs>
0: then they're like this is a basement
1: yeah or they're like god you're so far i have to walk all the way to the window and serve you <laughs> they
0: just chuck it at you at that point
1: yeah i i just ask really nicely and give them my puppy dog eyes and they'll say yes
0: guys you should see her puppy dog eyes yeah it uh works. do you, how's the community the food community the food community i mean the the foodie food blogger community in Ottawa.
1: Oh, everyone's so nice. Like, everyone honestly, um, I've met like how many people? Like at least twenty food bloggers in Ottawa or even more. And I met like a couple influencers as well. Uh like lifestyle um influencers in Ottawa. Okay. And it's it's super awesome because I didn't know there were so many food bloggers and a lot of them were around my age too.
0: So when you're saying influencer, when do you get to that level to be considered an influencer
1: oh i'm definitely not an influencer yet an influencer it's not about the followers honestly it's all about the engagement so you're mm. an influencer if you influence it if you influence someone else someone's life
0: okay but that means you are an influencer if you see her snap not snapchat no. her instagram videos you will see she asked the questions she communicates with the community she tries to engage them in conversation she actually had somebody pull up not not pull up like a drive-by but i mean came up to her during the asian festival in chinatown and said hey are you mel's hangry table and it caught, <laughs> it caught it caught her completely off guard but i saw this and it was just cool i actually i did not see this but i heard about it yeah i was somewhere getting food and she was baffled but she loved it right
1: yeah well i was i was quite shy i was just like huh me yeah i'm i'm mel and then but (laughs) that's what you said i'm (laughs) I'm like hi yes it's me (laughs) and then she's like oh she's like hey i really like your instagram and i'm like oh my god i was like (laughs) i didn't know what to say but yeah we had a great combo though like i was like oh thank you so much and then I'm like, yeah, we'll uh we'll definitely catch up one day, you know? Like mm. like we became friends afterwards, which yeah. is awesome. Because you want your followers to be friends with you. Like that's exactly. what it is.
0: No, I completely yeah. g- completely agree. Um, so what is the single best thing about food blogging for you? The best thing.
1: The best thing. My biggest the best thing is supporting locals in Ottawa. That's like my biggest biggest
0: goal for my page honestly okay yeah and based on that how did that turn you to the person you are today whether it's experience wise uh, personality wise did it change you did it uh yeah exactly change you i can't phrase it any other way
1: i think it opened my eyes to um the community of ottawa like at first i was i wouldn't say i was closed-minded but i never really stepped out of my comfort zone and really explored ottawa So having this food blogging really pushed me to get to know the people in Ottawa, like even small restaurant owners, um, like who owns cafes, restaurants, they own other businesses too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I got to know them. They're great people. Like, honestly, they're, they become like a family, the community, honest. Yeah. It's, it's great.
0: Maybe I'll open up my own restaurant and then you'll come over. I'll call it. La Alex. La, la Alex. <laughs> I literally name everything I own. La something.
1: What would you serve? La food. La food. Okay.
0: <laughs> I name my phone La phone. My TV La TV. Oh
1: my god! It sounds like a museum more like la- than a restaurant.
0: You know, since I'm bilingual, I have to mix up a little bit of both. I think so. Um, do you have a specific angle you take your pictures? Angle. Like from almost like a full on above angle or 90 degrees well actually that's above 45 degrees
1: (laughs) i mainly shoot in portrait mode okay because i like i like food to be like i like the dish to be a focal point so with portrait mode it allows that one dish to be the focal point and then the rest to be blurred out i like that's mainly how i shoot Mm-hmm. Um and you need great lighting, honestly. For every photo, you need good lighting. Good lighting is like the key number one for food. Mm.
0: So speaking about good lighting, and you're using your iPhone eight, do you ever did you, did you ever consider buying a a, DLS or a DLRS? or DSLR? Those are the lighters <laughs> I'm looking for. Yes, those letters a camera like that.
1: Um, I actually have um, uh rx 100 i do have i have that but i still don't know how to do the functions of it i need to learn i need to sit down on youtube and learn the functions of that camera
0: yeah what are you doing here doing a podcast (laughs) go home go learn this is Uh, yeah i have no followers as of now
1: wait alice you're gonna get tons of followers honestly
0: i'm gonna get my wife
1: no (laughs) and you're gonna get me (laughs) yes you're gonna get a whole bunch of people after that trust me Oh, it's going to be awesome. You're going to have a lot.
0: So you're saying you're only using your iPhone for now and you're considering doing the new camera as well. Yes. Um, Is there, I didn't really talk about scenery when it comes to how you set up your pictures. Do you, do you have a special technique that you do as in you place the plates in a specific angle or is it unique to every food you're, you're like an artist. It is an art. Yeah, of it
1: course. is. It is, it is like an art.
0: Okay, so you yeah. have something different, like you see a taco, you're like, mm, the taco needs to be sitting at this specific angle. You see spaghetti, you just rearrange the noodles to... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little nitpicky, but I mean...
1: Yeah, there is there is some types of food that looks better on, let's say, Instagram. So like, if you're going to take professional food photos, as in um, to sell to sell to people on the website you wouldn't post these photos you, that you see on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram world and website world for food is very different. So website food has to be more professional, something more delicate, um very clear. Um yeah, so let's say uh let's take um pizza, right? Mm. So on Instagram, normally a lot of people take pizza photos with with a person holding the pizza to see that cheese um, mm. dropping down. Yeah. You know, to see that cheese pull. That's what we call it. We call it the cheese pull.
0: The good stuff.
1: <laughs> so you'll see a person holding a pizza and the cheese is oozing from the side. That's Instagram photos. But if you were to do a professional shoot for a website, you would not do that. For a professional website, it'd just be a nice plate mm. with the pizza and really capture what's in the pizza. Mm-hmm. And to capture the crust and really see that glisten on that pizza. But in Instagram, you just want to see how, let's say, greasy that pizza looks or how cheesy that pizza looks. So it's, it's different. It's, it's very different. Instagram food world versus website professional world.
0: Okay. So yeah. in other words, do you take pictures for professional restaurants to put in their menu or on their online websites? <laughs>
1: i'm not that level yet
0: but have you done no, it?
1: no no
0: because i've seen your pictures they're really enticing and when i look at your pictures i'm looking at my cereal bowl saying it could be better My it <laughs> could look better i try to take a right angle but the milk just stays flat the whole time you can't elevate the milk
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're saying it is something you would consider right
1: i would consider it yeah
0: yeah okay yeah
1: because um it's it's great for for business in the future
0: Okay, yeah. no, that's interesting. Mm. Um, what would you consider your biggest challenge as for your hobby?
1: I think it's, although this is a hobby, I would love it to transform into my career. Um, it could just be a small income. It could be a big income where I would um, make money full time. I don't know, but I would like to make some income out of it. It just be it it would it would motivate me a little bit more <laughs> with uh income. So the hardest thing there is is producing income with mm-hmm. this hobby. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. But it's on the horizon. It's something that you would like to try out for the future.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And what would be the best way to Get sponsors or somebody giving you money to promote their food and their websites.
1: I say it's just getting exposure, to be honest. It's uh, getting recognized with the community. Um, making yourself stand out, make yourself different than all the rest of the food bloggers. You know, that's that's how you get sponsorships from companies because they see your worth and your value And maybe your value aligns with their values and that's why they'll choose you over someone else. So you have to, as like you call influencer Mm -hmm, or a food blogger, whatever, um, you need to provide value for your influencers because people follow you for value. They don't, you know, they don't just like you. They have to love you like. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So trying to be an influencer and somebody unique. What makes you different from everybody else on the food blog world? Not to bash on anybody else, yeah. but what makes you, Mel's hangry table? As in your con, like when you make the captions, what yeah. th- How how do you how do you go through that process?
1: Um, honestly, it's just on the spot of how I feel and what I'm doing. Hangry? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even after you eat, you're hangry?
1: No, oh, no, okay. not normally. But um. I, I, a lot of people, well, my personality, my personality is like, um, I'm a little bit witty. Mm. You, that would, that's a word, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, no, you're, you're very witty. I like to say I'm funny. Um, I like to joke around for sure. I like to just live a little. I like to enjoy life. And so I think my positivity might be a big changer. Like the, like me being positive might be. Part of a reason why people might follow me,
0: they might follow you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so give me an example. Let's say I show you a plate of spaghetti I made, and you want to promote it. Your thought process, because you have you have some interesting sass that goes into your your caption, and then it goes into like the kind remarks and the shout out kind of style, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so like so.
1: a a plate of spaghetti, I'd write something like. Oh, does it have meatballs in it? What does it have?
0: It has veggie meatballs and carrots. Okay. I'm really putting you on the spot right now.
1: Uh, I'll just say send nudes. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like noodles, but nudes. So N-O-O-D-Z. So send nudes. So a lot of younger, let's say younger crowd would understand send Mm -hmm. nudes, but it's noodles. Um, that's something I would write or I'll say, oh, pasta very similar to pizza. You just throw everything on a pot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, but I see where you're coming at. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'll just, I'll just say a lot of random things. I don't know.
0: Okay. So based off of that, what would you say is your ta- target, ar- Um, what would you say is your target audience?
1: Hmm. With my personality. Okay. So. My personality kind of targets a lot of the, a lot of the, um, let's say teenagers, 20s and 30s while what I do on Instagram also like, okay. So my personality would hit those target audience, but what I provide also is, um, restaurant deals and promotions mm-hmm. that uh, restaurant has and i'll be that person to post it on my instagram and let people know about it so like let's say right now domino's has 50 percent off all pizzas right now
0: they do yeah they do well, what are we doing this podcast for <laughs> come on
1: yeah so so domino's has 50 percent off all pizzas and so you know i'll be that person to post on instagram to let everyone know so then when people know they'll go get some domino's pizza so, a lot of the older generations, I think that's that's part of the reason why they follow me. So, let's say 40 and up because they're like, oh, wow, great deal. Like, who who doesn't like a great deal? Oh,
0: I hate them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. I know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So,
1: basically, I feel like uh, what I provide for, I provide for everyone because everyone loves a great deal on restaurant food. Mm. Yeah. or eat, Or reasons to eat out.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest misconceptions about being a food blogger or a foodie? Like the negative things that you want to just clear the air?
1: Um, food blogging. Um.
0: From an outside perspective, somebody who doesn't know necessarily much about food blogging, or if they do know a lot about it, or just think, oh, all food bloggers do this, or think it like this, or take pictures of this, or dance like that, I don't know. Anything like that.
1: Okay, so um, so one thing is a food blogger, when we go to a restaurant, sometimes we do eat for free, but that doesn't mean we'll post it and we'll promote it if we eat it for free. So for me, when I go to restaurants and yes, I eat for free, doesn't mean I'll post their food. Mm. It means I'll eat it for free and, you know, kindly say thank you, yada, yada, yada. Um, but doesn't mean I'll promote their restaurant because if I don't like it, I'm not going to post it.
0: Yeah, that's just personal.
1: this is personal preference, of course. And uh, all food bloggers have different tastes. So let's say, um, one food blogger says this place is amazing, da da da, da. and another food blogger says all oh, this is awful, blah blah blah. Like, as a follower, just just go with someone you trust so go with a food blogger that you believe has great taste that aligns with your taste buds right uh but don't believe every food bloggers uh reviews because sometimes it's not all accurate or Mm. truthful like you need to find a food blogger that is true to their words and is actually a good reviewer and like uh, you (laughs) um i i i'm not the pickiest eater to be honest i'm gonna be honest with everyone i'm not the pickiest eater um if i if there's good service the food is good the food comes out hot or cold like depends on the dish and i enjoyed it i will post it but i'm not a a really darn Mm -hmm. picky eater where i'm like oh this is overcooked To that, like, I'm not super picky, but some food bloggers are very, very picky. So it depends on, like, what you want to follow. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So speaking about being picky and stuff like that, has food blogging ever stressed you out or the process of it?
1: Um, okay. So one thing that kind of sucks is that when you're eating your food, when you're, when you get your food, my automatic um mind just says, hey, I need to take photos and videos. And so I'll take photos and videos, but that takes time, right? So I'll spend maybe like 10 minutes on taking photos of the food. But then by 10 minutes... your the food, food is cold? Yes. So I'm always eating cold food at restaurants. So, you know, it kind of sucks. Even though I know it came out hot, but sometimes it comes out like lukewarm, warm, whatever. And but, if it's ice
0: cream it's completely uh, melted.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> ice cream is the worst, trust me. Ice cream just melts and I'm like, "No." Yeah. Oh
0: man. Um, do you see yourself being a foodie for many years to come or just for the next few years?
1: Actually, I I just really did it for fun, but then I'm starting to see like growth in my account and seeing the growth of followers and engagement and I'm just like, oh, this could be maybe something. And so, yeah. So I can see myself as a food blogger for uh, maybe another five years or more. I don't know. But it, it is growing, which is great.
0: Well, you got my my support for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Um, t- To move on with that, I, I still have a list of questions until we go off questions and just have a normal conversation. Um. Ch- ch- do you have any advice for anybody who might be interested in becoming a food blogger, a foodie, or food fanatic? I don't know. I'm making up a term.
1: Um, Think of it when you're a food blogger. Think of it as a hobby. Don't force yourself to eat out because you want that photo. Because that's the biggest thing with with uh, blogging. Like, Don't do something that you don't feel like doing. So let's say on a Sunday, you're like, I don't really feel like eating out, but I don't have a photo for the next week. Mm. Don't be that person to be like, okay, and force yourself to go out and spend that money or go home and make that dish when you don't feel like it. Like, Don't do it because you do it for Instagram. Do it because you want to do it. So that's a big thing. So a lot of food bloggers I've met gained a lot of weight.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Because they, they go out just to take the photos of food they'll go out and spend that money they'll go out to gain the weight just for instagram and their food blogging and you know what like it it's bad on your health and bad for your wallet like don't do it you know and
0: you studying nursing throughout your university and college yeah. education life you see the health risk as the of this as well so that's why you try to make a healthy balance between not eating everything you see and then eating good things at the same time cuz you're pretty fit.
1: And uh, no, somewhat it's cuz I work at the restaurant like uh I waitress so I'm always running around. So that's my mm-hmm. like that's my cardio.
0: Yeah, I can see this girl. She does backflips with the food just stabilized. No. Her, she uses her gimbal. <laughs> oh man. Um so yeah, so that's the advice you would give to these people. Um do you not regret, but is it something that you wish you would have started earlier on?
1: Yes. Hell yeah. I wish I started this five years ago.
0: Really? Five years that five far years back? Five years ago,
1: yeah. But oh no, I was in Brockville for nursing. Maybe not five years. Maybe two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, possibly. Okay. Yeah.
0: And why Why two years instead of five years?
1: Uh, because I was finishing nursing, so I had more time. So with, with blogging, it does take a lot of time of your day. Like it. It is time consuming, right? yeah. yeah. and um, Instagramming, because like with Instagram, I always have to reply to people. I always have to talk with people, um, organize things. You know, figure out what to post next. Like it's always it's always on my mind. So if I'm busy with nursing, there's no way I could do Instagram.
0: Yeah, no. I can, yeah, I I can see that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so run me through a normal day where. You would be a blogger. So you wake up in the morning and boom, what happens?
1: Hmm. So in the morning, I would wake up, look at my Instagram, look at my DMs. I get DMs from like other food bloggers. Um, I get DMs from followers. Um, I'll go through my pictures, see how much likes and comments and reply back to them reply i reply back to all my comments on my photos
0: really oh wow so you're really involved with the community
1: yeah because you know if they take the time to um comment on your photo you should out of courtesy comment back i completely agree with that or and you know what if you want to take the extra mile go on their profile uh like and comment their photos because you know what it's it's kind of like a circle, you know, you show me love, I show you love. You know, that's, you know, you support me, I support you. So it's like that. Um I do that. I go to work in for the lunch shift and then on my break I'll go on Instagram again. <laughs> and uh, I'll DM people, um like and comment other photos, scroll through the news feed, like, like, comment, uh back and forth type of thing. Think about what photo I'm going to Post next and my caption, and then mm-hmm. I'll work a dinner shift, and then after that I'll go home, uh and post, and I'll post, and then I'll like and comment again. <laughs> it's, it's basically it's a that vicious for now. cycle
0: that just keeps going.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, but throughout that day I post um Instagram stories all the time. Like I, I post like almost every two three hours. So, so you're
0: you're a very busy body
1: Kind of, <laughs> yeah, because I like to be relevant on Instagram. Um I like to make sure that I'm I'm active so then people are like, "Oh yeah, I want to follow her because she's active." Or she replies really fast, which is great, you know. It's like you don't want good it. customer
0: service. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't want no ghost um ghost account.
0: Yeah, ghosts are spooky, guys. No. We exactly. don't want none of that. Yeah. So um here's another question. Do you prefer doing it solo or do you like doing collaborations?
1: I I personally love collaborations um, because, A, it gets me closer with the community, uh, getting to know uh, the restaurants, and getting to know other foodie bloggers and influencers in Ottawa. So collabs collabs are great, and it's great for your account as well, knowing that people trust you because you're able to network and connect with other people. And and you have a larger network doing it this way for mm. future, future businesses.
0: Okay. And now I'm trying something new for this episode. Uh, well, I've done it on the last one, but I'll try it on this one too. Do you have any questions for me? Try to test out my knowledge about foodies mm-hmm. or stuff like that. So you get a person who is completely clueless trying to answer these questions.
1: Okay. So if you were going to follow a food account...
0: Mm. Mel's Hungry Table.
1: <laughs> what are the key criteria that you'd want in a food account? Like if you were like someone locally like let's say in ottawa yeah what would you look for on account
0: um i'm not a big fan of sweets
1: okay so so someone more so not desserts more just like dishes like pizza pasta exactly so i'm more into
0: the, the hot foods um i love colors in food
1: okay so you would go for an account that has bright bright and colorful
0: not necessarily bright and colorful, but more just a different types of colors, such as garnishes going in there. You can okay. see the peppers and uh, surprise me kind of thing. Anything.
1: So it has like, great contrast.
0: But at the same time, I'm a little hesitant because the more colors, it's kind of like a lizard that has more colors is more poisonous. I'm not thinking it's poisonous, but I'm thinking it might be spicier.
1: Oh, yeah, yes, And you don't <laughs> so like more spicy. Colors, yeah,
0: more colors yeah. is spicier. I love the view i love the image but my stomach is like yeah you gotta take this one out but my mind's like yeah you gotta try this out
1: do you you feel like you should follow a person that has uh not just great food photos but personality oh
0: absolutely yeah it goes one in one absolutely
1: so would you follow an account like a food account if this person showed their face more talks on the camera more um yeah, would you follow that account or would you follow an account just a person just posting food and never sees their face? Definitely,
0: definitely with the face. The face, eh? You know, the reason why I say the face is because it puts more character into the account and it puts uh, more humanity saying, hey, I'm a human too. Mm-hmm. I got this and that's why when I make my music, I put my face in and- yeah. Even though if it's like I look bald and my head shines into the light, (laughs) we all all have our imperfections and I just do it anyways because I want people to know, hey, I'm normal just like you. I'm doing this and that's exactly what you're doing. You're saying you're a normal person, you're doing the food blog and you're connecting with the people because just having food, it's kind of hard to connect with.
1: Exactly. A,
0: A perfect example would be if you had a balloon, it's a balloon. If you drew a face on it, you get a little bit more of a connection with the balloon, saying, "Hey, it <laughs> yes. kind of resembles a human. Yes. It's smiling. Okay, I can look at it longer than just a balloon that doesn't have anything on it."
1: Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. I would I would uh, follow another food account just for personality. Okay, yeah. so
0: I don't know if I asked you, ask you this at the beginning, but do you have any influences uh, currently? Anybody you like you really look up to?
1: Um, I have. On YouTube, I follow Mark Wines. He's a um a food blogger and he travels the world. Like he, he went to so many countries, vlogged about it. Um yeah, he would vlog about all different types of food and he he specializes in Thailand. So he specialized in food in Thailand. So he okay. really got down and dirty with the locals, like eating like really different types of food. Um, he's great that I love watching because he's able to eat like the locals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, he's not in fine dining all the time, you know, he, on occasion he is, but really he's, he's great. Like he's with the locals eating what they eat on a daily day-to-day base. Um, another one is Fung Bros. Fung Bros. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Okay. I love the Fung Bros because they do a lot of foodie stuff right now. They've been doing it for a couple of years now. So with Fung Bros is they do more like food crawls. So they'll like be like, oh, Toronto's best f- uh top five dim sum places. And uh yeah. And they do a lot of those series, different types of series.
0: And I can actually see you really grow into this because you have the personality that goes with the pictures. And that's that's what's missing, not necessarily just in food blogs, but in a lot of communities, people are scared too show themselves, show who they really are. And you have, I'm not saying you have no shame in a bad way, but you're not scared. You are ready to take a risk, take a chance, which is great. And I love that. And on that note, uh, do you have, you want to tell your websites again and your Instagram page so people can find you?
1: Yeah. So um, my Instagram handle is Mel's Hangry Table. And my Facebook is also Mel's Hangry Table. Um, hopefully soon I'll be creating a website. So kind of like a blog of uh Ottawa best budget friendly meals. Um great pace, places to visit. Um yeah, that's
0: that's that's it. That's all you yeah, need that's, to know. That's
1: it. Yeah. Hopefully you guys follow me and uh follow Alex as well on his podcast.
0: Well hopefully if you're listening to this, then yeah, you're following me. If not <laughs> No, but
1: stay stay yeah, on stay. his podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you Watch don't want to stay on his episodes and like be addicted to it
0: or even join come yeah. talk about your hobby
1: yeah he lives on i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: i live at this specific address yeah, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> but he has a dog so be careful
0: he's 45 pounds he will yeah he'll snuggle the yeah the snuggle you i don't know i'm trying to sound aggressive but it's not uh but anyways <laughs> on that note again it's another body with a hobby and i'm your host alex thank you mel for joining me on the show
1: thank you alex
0: and if you'd like to find her, once again, it's Mel's Hangry Table, Instagram, Facebook, and soon to be a website as well, correct?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And if you have any questions or would like to be on the show, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So until next time, make some time for your hobby. Take care.